as a church year comes to a close, the church gives us some fascinating scripture readings. Our first reading from the second book of Maccabees. Ever take the time to read Maccabees? You'll never want to read it again. It's hard to read. It's about all this war and destruction and people killing one another. But it's also very important because it's the real context between the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's that strange period in between. But it gives them some very important data. Here we hear of these seven sons and their mother who are being tortured by the king because they will not give up their faith. They want to remain strong for the commitment they made to God. And as we hear the first son stood up in front and said, look, I'm not going to give up everything that I believe. You can torture me, you can kill me. I'm not going to give it up. And if we read the whole text, because we only get a part of it, each son goes through suffering and dying. It's interesting because the Sadducees didn't believe in resurrection. So we were putting this point to say, what's going to happen? Because they believed everything that was going to take place took place in this life. There was no other life after this. So we're trying to question, what are you going to say about this? Well, Jesus gave some strong points today about the incredible gift of love that he takes that Old Testament prophecy and puts it into new terms. Here are the seven brothers married to this one woman, and they each failed to produce a child, an heir to the throne, as it were. So what's going to happen? Who's going to be the one that's going to be married to her? The Lord turns the table and says, it doesn't matter. Because once we're in God's presence, that's all that matters. We're not going to be concerned about who's married to who, but that you're in the presence of God. Now, we all want to believe that we're going to know one another, that we're going to know those that we loved and cared for and who loved us. But the greatest love of all is God himself, and he's the one that's going to love us beyond all else because we're going to be in his presence forever. What an incredible gift that is. And then as we listen to Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians, part of the greatest gift that God has given us through the great disciples is the gospel writings and then Paul's writings. Paul is such an inspiration to all those that he wrote, to the different communities and to the individuals, always encouraging them Live the faith. This is a good gift that God has given us. Now we have to show others the power of that grace and love that God has given to us. And even though there's going to be challenges, and he says there's going to be challenges, pray for us too, because we need your help. We need to pray for one another. We have to be willing to say, I need your help. I need you to pray for me. There's nothing wrong with asking for prayers. There's nothing wrong with giving prayers to others. 
That's one of the great gifts we have in the church is a communion of saints where we can ask for their assistance just as we ask our neighbor to help us in our prayers. We have an incredible body of saints in heaven that are praying for us. That's incredible to think about that all of these wonderful people are praying for us as we pray for those in purgatory and ask for the assistance of those in heaven. One of the great gifts that I think the church gives us is purgatory. That time where there is no time, but able to know that we are on the threshold of being with God forever. That we're not going to be denied his love. But it's a time of purification. So we can truly be fully pure in God's presence. That's a good thing where the other side of the abyss is hell, where we can see heaven but never, ever have the opportunity to go there, never being able to see God face to face. As the church comes to another year end, we look for the great promises that the church gives us, that we can be hopeful, that we can live in God's presence, and our opportunity And the grace that we have is to reach out to our brothers and sisters and share that faith. Telling them, as St. Paul told the different communities and individuals, God loves you. We have to tell one another, God loves you. And believe it. Because there's nothing greater than God's love. And to be that source of strength and courage for one another.